This episode of the Flat Risk Podcast is brought to you by... I'm Jeff Stormer, and I host Party of One, an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with a friend. J.R. Goldberg. Alvaro, a.k.a. Wormtooth, formerly MC Blackwolf. Danny Costello. My name's Rich Howard. I'm Sharung Viswas. We play a two-player role-playing game. We share some laughs. An absolute blast to play. It was a delight to run my game with someone who got so into it. It was so easy to do. Seeing the creativity just blossom right in front of my eyes. Maybe a few tears. I've never had a game make me question my previously staunch moral compass. Jeff makes the greatest serial killer. And we have a really good time. The great way to take a chance on a new role-playing game. Truly exemplifies what is wonderful about a game with just two people driving the narrative together. You can find new episodes every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. A long, long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Unification! Mandalorians Bail Bronda and Doric Thrawn have been summoned home. What event could be enough to call back these wayward sons of Mandalore? Will their reunion with their clan and Kane pride be a moment of celebration or decimation? Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting, fun season of Flight Risk. We are on season four. This is our Group B adventure. This one is, I have so many working titles. We're going to Mandalore. Maybe like My Man, The Mandalore. I don't know. I'm going to come up with a better title, hopefully, for it. Maybe we'll throw it out to Twitter, let some people try to help us name it. But I don't know. We'll figure it out. We have three great players, and one of our players is a special guest star joining our show for the first time. We have Andrew. Andrew, how are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing good tonight. Thank you. Awesome. And what player are you bringing to our game? Uh, I will be playing uh, Kane Pride, the uh, native Mandalorian. Very cool. Very cool. And our question for this episode is... For you, this is for you, Andrew, not so much your character, because yes. I don't think your character would have Star Wars headcanon. That would be weird. Um, <laughs> Probably not. Well, who knows? Maybe there's a Star Wars inside of Star Wars. Now we're getting all men. So, but, no, now we're getting all men in black. Yeah, very, very true. Very <laughs> Where all the universes are stuck in are these, like, tiny little marbles that aliens play with. Exactly. Who are, like, a million and a half times the size of a galaxy. <laughs> that probably exists in the EU. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably exists in the EU. <laughs> Exactly. So, Andrew, if you could have one piece of your personal Star Wars headcanon made official, what was your uh, headcanon that you'd want to make real? Headcanon I want to make real would probably be that um, uh, Ahsoka Tano just makes her own Order of Force users after Episode 6. Okay. And uh, in my heart, they all hang out on Mortis. Nice. Okay. I dig it. I can see that. See, that's some fan fiction. That's someone out there in the universe. Because, like, that's how the internet works. You put it out there, and someone right yes. now is writing it for you. And in, like, a year, you'll find it. And it'll be glorious. Oh, I'm writing it in my head oh, constantly. Nice. So we're going to look forward to that on our Patreon page, his own personal <laughs> Ahsoka Tana adventures. Look forward to that in 2021, folks. <laughs> All right. Our next player is My Man Friday. How's it going, Joe? Oh, hey. Uh, I'm doing very well. Uh, thank you for asking. Cool. I'm here. I'm alive. Yeah. Yeah. You made it. Living. And Yay. what character are you bringing? Are you changing it up or are you bringing the good old trusty standby? <laughs> I don't have any character on standby, <laughs> dude. Male Mronda. Yeah. 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 Male like Yes. Or, or Zalezonda. <laughs> no, uh, I am bringing uh, the character that I always bring, uh, which is uh, who is. Uh, it's Jeopardy now. Who is Bail Branda? 
And uh, same question um, for you, uh, Joe. Of your personal headcanon for Star Wars, what would you want to make official? Okay, so uh, not many people know this about me, but when I was a child, I used to love Legos. Mm -hmm. Okay, this relates because with those little Legos, I used to build Star Wars uh, like like X Wings and Tie Fighters in a very very crude and childish manner. Cool. Uh, so. I would sit there and I would play, uh, I'd play around with my Legos and then I was just, and then like after watching like, you know, episodes, uh, what is it, uh, four through six, mm -hmm. you know, I always wondered, hey, what, like, like, they can't just defeat the Empire like that, you know what I mean? Like, they just couldn't, right? Like, this thing is massive, this is like a galaxy wide, like, I was already thinking about this stuff at like nine, ten years old, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, so I was just like, so what would happen if all this stuff happened and then there was a third faction? Mm -hmm. uh, so when I was a kid, I, I, I created these like these TIE fighter X-wing <laughs> crude hybrid uh, ships. Right. And I used to fly them around with my hands and I called them the Storm Legion. Oh, okay. So. Uh, if I could make anything headcanon, mm -hmm. it would be to, it would be to have a third faction. Okay. Very cool. I like it. Got to tap into your childhood. That's one of, it's one of our best ideas. Yeah. They're the most pure and most fun. Yep. yep. All right, cool. And last but not least, we have Nimoy. How are you? I'm doing well. Things are great here in the great green north. It's been snowing for the past week, and it will never, ever end. <laughs> cool. And what fun, fun time player are you bringing to our game tonight? I am bringing Doric Thrawn, the uh, longtime bodyguard of the Fortuna Twins and uh, Mandalorian of some something. Flavor? <laughs> That's probably how he describes himself. <laughs> and uh, same question for you, Nimoy. Of your head cannons, what would you want to make official? Well, it's got to be Bicker Luke Theory, obviously. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, for those of you who, who don't know Bigger Luke Theory, it's the idea that in, in the original Star Wars movies, apparently Luke or Mark Hamill depending on you, if you're taking like a Doyleist versus a Watsonian view, is is bigger than usual. Um, but no, seriously, space communism. The, the, the separatists were sold out by the bourgeoisie. We Workers have of the galaxy unite. You have nothing to lose but your vibro chains. For the revolution, comrade. <laughs> well, well, well. While I was watching episode nine, I was like, because so much of episode nine was like, let's just reference past stuff. I was waiting for Bigger Luke to show up. You know, they missed a lot of golden opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Patreon goal. Three page long essay on the dialectical materialism of the post-imperial galaxy. It sees the means of production, comrade. <laughs> You're going for a count von count then. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Mandalore needs you to return home immediately. We have just learned from trusted sources that a Sith warlord is planning to attack Mandalore in the next few days. Our forces are light, as our crusaders are finishing bringing another star system under Mandalorian control. They will be returning soon, but not in time to stop the initial attack. We need to unite our clans and hold off the Armada until the crusaders return. So that is the message that has motivated Bale and Doric to return mm -hmm. to Mandalore. Uh, who's who is that from? Is that just like a, a like a universe wide broadcast sort of thing? Oh yeah, so that message was sent to all Mandalorians and all those associated with Clan Odias. There has been talk of a rogue clan of Mandalorians, a a fake clan's Clan Rock. They are more pirates and scavengers who claim and wave the banner of Mandalore to use as an intimidation and scare tactics. And they have sided 
with the Sith, and they're bringing them back to Mandalore to try to capture, to basically forcibly enlist Mandalorian soldiers to their side. The Sith are still struggling after a loss, but not a decimation in the Jedi-Sith War, and they're looking to replenish their forces by any means necessary. With the majority of the Mandalorian forces off conquering a system, now is the perfect time to strike. And now Mandalore needs you more than ever. So we open on the Starhawk, since the twins have the Crimson Nebula and all its Winnebago glory. The 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 two of you yeah. <laughs> are on the Starhawk with Pip as your astromech. And I'd love a, just a scene of the two of you, since I don't know how much time Bale and Dork have actually spent together. If this is your first time, or are you guys catching up? So if you guys want to just... Uh, yeah. Let's start with a... Let's just say this is our first sure. time. This is the first uh, time you guys have yeah. any close contact together. You've probably... Yeah, you've probably yeah, seen each other exactly. on, on, on the grounds at the, the Count's place. You, you know, you do the little cool Mandalorian head bob as you walk past each other, but you never really talk at all. And this is the first time you're together. So we are... The camera just zooms in slowly onto the Starhawk. It goes in. It passes Pip as you whirs by doing his little maintenance and checking on things. He's beeping and bopping. And the first person we see is one Dork Thrawn. What does Dork look like? Dork is uh, very tall for a human. Uh, he's very... He has a very austere sort of appearance. Close-cropped beard, sort of uh, brownish-reddish uh, hair color. Uh... He carries himself like someone who, uh, well, one has has a rod up their spine, but more more in a more friendly uh, way of saying someone who takes their job very seriously. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, now is he uh, decked out in full armor? Is he in a more casual attire? What is, what is he wearing on this trip back home? Uh, I think. Uh, I think this is the first time he's been wearing his armor in a long time. Um, I believe it is a uh, sort of a bluish green color scheme. Um, okay. I forget. Yeah, <laughs> I forget because Dork's Dork forgot him. But no, uh, uh, he generally doesn't wear Mandalorian armor. I mean, it's sort you know it's part of the 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 culture. You know, you have your armor. It's the symbol of the of the people but most of what he's done you're usually you know at fancy dinner parties trying to make sure nobody gets shot so it's never really been a priority for him very very cool all right the camera just slides past him what is dork doing is he maintaining something cleaning his weapon doing push-ups eating soup what's he doing all of them at once no <laughs> <laughs> he's doing push-ups eating soup and cleaning his gun with his feet very very nimble of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think he's cleaning his uh, his, his gun. Uh, actually, I think he's I think he's uh, being really fastidious with his armor since he has <laughs> just want to make sure he looks um, as good as possible. Very cool. All right, we we leave Doric uh, cleaning and preparing his armor, and the camera just finishes its way through the magnificence that is the Starhawk, and we find our captain, one Bale Bronda. What is a Bale look like? Uh, so, uh, Bale is, uh, kind of tan skin, uh, kind of got a medium build on him, about 5'9", dark brown hair, hazel eyes, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, he is actually wearing his Mandalorian armor for the first time since, uh, his coming of age ceremony, um, so he's like trying to he's like trying to squeeze <laughs> this armor he hasn't worn in like fifteen years, and he kind of looks over at Doric and goes, "Man, I've totally gained some weight here. It's, it's either that or I grew a little bit taller because I remember this thing being a lot bigger than it is now." Well, I mean, n normally you, you take the plates off the fabric and then get a new outfit under it. Um. Well, I mean, I haven't worn this thing since I came of age, so yeah, I, nobody taught me that really. Um, 
well, they probably did. I probably just forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Let me let me change out the uh, the fabric. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if we can find some nice silk. I know. I I, I think. You know, I've heard that people. I need to talk to Holland. I really, really need to talk to Holland. Why don't I talk to Holland um, before getting? Yeah. Here? If, if you need silk, um, so, uh, Skip has got several people. Uh, who sell nothing but silk. It's, it's honestly, it eats up our budget way more than you expect. Yeah, so that's where he spends his. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he spends his money. Just, he just, he spends his money, period. Um, you know. but, I mean, he's, 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 uh, were you on a mission with them? I believe I remember you being on a mission with them, uh. Yeah, yeah, we wanted to go find this uh, this wacky scientist dude that put us through like some uh, uh, some really really weird trials to get to him. Actually, uh, we met uh, a uh, we we met a woman that uh, that that Skip kind of fell for, only to find out that she uh, she wasn't everything that she made herself out to be. Um, in fact, it almost got to the point where. She was going to kill us. Sounds about right. But, you know, due to my heroics, I was able to save the day. See, I was like, no, you're not going to kill us. We're going to we're, we're going to knock you out because that's what mama said. Mama said, knock you out. Um, This is when uh, this is when Pip rolls back <laughs> in the room. He just comes out. Shut up. Pip. He, proje- he, Shut he up, projects a hologram and, and Dora can see that. That Skip pulls this taser device and shocks her and just keeps repeatedly stunning this poor woman as Bale just stands shocked, looked on his face as Skip just almost savagely electrocutes this woman until she stops moving. Huh. We need to get you fixed. (laughs) I think I think hey do do, do robots do ro- robots dream of electric sheep? Well, um, <laughs> he does not say that. He thank you for protecting uh, them. Goes, All right, fine. Thanks, Pip. Thanks. That's actually. Yeah, what I mean, I, I would I would expect Anarchy to be the one to repeatedly electrocute someone, even after that. I mean. Oh, oh, Anarchy didn't show up until later. We had to go find her. Well, I mean, that's what we went off to do, was to find a way to bring them back from some galaxy far, Dork far away sort of from s- here. Even far, far away from this galaxy. It was in another galaxy <laughs> far, far away. Dork sort of scratches his arm a little awkwardly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you for getting them back in one piece. Thank, thank you. Uh did I forget to mention that uh, that Skip wrote a pergill? Does he have allergies? I thought he had allergies. No, guess I got to cross that one off the list. No, doesn't have pergill uh, allergies. I... Okay. Nope. Uh, well, I wouldn't know because uh, he was in a space suit when it happened. And, uh, well, let's just say it was kind of scary. A little scary at the time. Um, especially because... I know how much the boss actually really loves oh. Skip. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, before the Count picked him up, I, I did not exactly have high hopes for... Um, yeah, they, they have a tendency to put off certain members of the family. It's... yeah. So I'm, I'm glad they managed to get this uh, this job, even if it does, you know tend to put them in very dangerous situations. It's, you know, Skip has to uh, uh, buy those uh, silks with something, I guess. The flight continues pretty smoothly, then Pip rolls over and lets Abed... Oh, good, good, good. I can't wait to see Kane. It's been so long. Oh, man, I miss my cousin. Then the... Computer beeps and you are uh, being hailed. Uh, this is uh, Captain Bale Branda of the Star Huck. Uh, we are requesting uh, permission to land on Mandalore. Uh, do you copy? What is your business on Mandalore? What clan are you? Well, I mean, he said it in basic, so yeah. I think they're assuming that he's not Mandalore. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, no, I mean, we're going to assume that it's like when on Doctor Who, <laughs> oh, when they go to different countries, everyone speaks English. Point. It's just it's, It just makes it easier for the yeah. viewing audience. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not going to we're not, we're gonna record yeah, this entire yeah. podcast in fluent Mandalorian. We're not Daniel Day-Lewis. We're not going full method, okay? <laughs> we're we're going to have you a little respectable, okay? Have something. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. Join our Patreon. It'll be, it'll be re-released in full Mandalorian, I promise. <laughs> that was my boy! So, yes. What uh, is your business <laughs> on Mandalore? What clan are you? Uh, clan Odious? Or is I, I it Odious or is it Odias? It, it sounds, it rolls off better that way. Whichever. Yeah. I mean, I mean Bale, Bale can say it wrong. That's completely fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Uh, so, uh, Bale Bronda of uh, Clan Odias. Clan Odias? Bale Bronda, you're clear to land. Port 14. Well, what's wrong with 13? Is it bail, bail, stop, stop, please. I kind of like the number 13. All right, fine, fine. I'll go to 14. I'll go to 14. Uh, And he, like, (laughs) takes a sharp curve (laughs) and uh, lands his ship uh, on dock 14. I I think there's a shot of, like, the pilot role or anything. Viewing a little dangerously, (laughs) you know, drunkenly. Um, But there's this sort of beautiful shot of Mandalorian, I think, uh... There's just a shot of them looking out the cockpit at it, and Dork's nice to be home. Yeah, yeah, it does feel good to be home. Now it does. They always look a little taller. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I mean, things do evolve over time, right? Maybe they added a couple <laughs> floors. I mean, did the, did the, have they been watering the, the, the things? Have they grown? Uh, <laughs> oh, was he was he talking about a tree or was he? That's talking what he said. Buildings. About a <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, you know, it's, like, it's a possibility that they added a couple floors. I mean, like you know, you know, when you get some money, I like, I, I hey, look, my family added an extra floor to a house. I know that. Skip's family were more interested in uh, secret uh, floors under their house to hide things in. That that was more there. Um, well, I uh, yeah, I could see that coming from Skip and for and yeah. Anarchy. <laughs> Sorry, the ship lands. I I always picture Bale flying like that guy who, when everyone else on the freeway is going thirty five, he's going sixty, <laughs> and he's just bobbing and weaving through people. If if spaceships had yeah. horns, you probably heard people honking or cr- flipping them off as he yeah. slides right perfectly into <laughs> port fourteen. Yeah. Get out of my way! Stop hogging up traffic! Stop going 25 <laughs> in a 600 mile per hour zone. <laughs> <600. laughs> Learn to drive. Oh, wait. That's wrong. Learn to fly, you punk. <laughs> hey. Hey. The force with you, too, man. I'm... <laughs> All right, the shuttle <laughs> lands, it gets docked, the bay door slides down, and Pip excitedly rolls to the ramp and goes... Uh, I don't know, D-Wayne. Does he get to go on the adventure? Hey, he's, your dro- he's your droid, man. We can make it work either way. It's up to you. He's your droid. Pip? Yeah, coming with me, buddy. I owe you one. Uh, did I ever get that um, that extra big uh, shocker or like laser cannon yeah, thing or I, I, whatever I, I was going to put I, on we him? We talked about either putting like a, almost like a, a shock glove on him, or did, or did you want it to be like a, like a little holdout yeah. blaster? <laughs> I want just a literal shock glove that he just waves around oh, and no, slaps. No, no. Me. It would be like a boxing glove that would you pop know out. What? Definitely green arrow style. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no! I I definitely want to. Uh, first of all, I wanted to fix the shocker that he had. Second thing I want to do, mm-hmm. yeah. Since we got the doctor, I think I would have had the like the doctor kind of owes sure. like owes me a debt. So I would have had him add um, like some sort of a blaster prototype. Okay, so we'll we'll, on, we'll say we'll say that this uh, modified astromech yeah. has a shot glove and a holdout blaster now. So he's basically like a battle astromech. <laughs> <laughs> who's got yep, who's yep, who's yep. got homicidal yeah. tendencies and is very very aggressive. <laughs> 
pit. Awesome. Yeah, and you see me, right buddy. then he, he spins around super fast and the shock glove like just pumps out and it's just sparking with energy. He's like it door it <laughs> narrowly avoids hitting Doric. Okay, okay, don't don't get too excited there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, don't do that. Pip, calm down. We're just, uh, we're on my home planet. Most people are friendly here. But you don't, you can be a hero when the time calls for it. But in the meantime, please don't shock me. Don't just shock anybody. I will point you in the direction of someone to shock and then you shock them for me. Purple people eater. All right, cool. <laughs> he opens up. He opens up a refrigerator door. And you're like, oh, I still have one and purple he, people and, eating. And, and Dora gets punched. <laughs> 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 now you'll be rolling twelve red die against this. Dork has to roll for initiative. He is now in a death battle with an astromech. Roll on the table. You lose the hand. I would just imagine Dork would put his hand on top of it like you're doing with a little kid, and it's just swinging its fist underneath his arm, going, "Can you turn this off?" <laughs> All right, you guys, roll on down this ramp. Pip is staying right on. Bail ship. He does not want to get in trouble. He doesn't want to get sent back to the ship. He doesn't want time out. Yep, that's and right. As you guys get to the bottom of the ramp, you look around and you're a little uh, perplexed. Your 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 cousin Kane was supposed to be here, but he's not here for some reason. It's it's odd. He was supposed to be here, and he's nowhere to be seen. He, he knew you guys were coming in today. He knew what time about. You guys had been messaging him, so it's a little odd, a little unlike him. He's not. He's not a flaky type. He's usually here. Uh, I send him another text asking where, where he's at. Get out your uh, your data pad. You just hear uh, a fairly gruff voice, and this is Clanodias. Yeah, that's me, Clanodias. You're one of those worthless, thieving Odiases. Hey, watch your mouth there, buddy. And as you turn, you see that there's about five Mandalorians in various armors. Um, I don't know, this is where my, my lack of knowledge on Mandalorians is gonna show up. Can you tell a, a, someone's clan by looking at their armor? I know they have their insignia, little signet on their shoulder, but does that show their family or their clan? I feel like there's probably some sort of, uh, there's probably some sort of way of figuring it out. Okay, let's have you guys then, let's, uh, you know what? Let's pause for a moment and roll some destiny dice. Oh no! No! Okay, uh, I gotta open this. You guys see these Mandalorians? So if you want to do a, I would say either a warfare or a lore check to see if you can identify what clans these uh, Mandalorians might be from. Um, uh, what difficulty? Actually, I mean, we are Mandalorian, so I would assume, and if yeah. they could call me out by clan, I would assume that there's some, yeah, like, you know, history there. It's going to be, I'll say one purple. You guys are knowledgeable. One purple, and then I would probably say one black for uh, Bale, since you've been away a lot longer. Well, Doric is probably more knowledgeable. Oh, phew. All right. One success. One success. Notice that <laughs> these Mandalorians are all from Clan Ordo. This is a, a pretty infamous clan of <laughs> Mandalorians. <laughs> and this is not a group that necessarily you, you want to cross. And they're standing there and they are moving yeah. at you with purpose. And, and they just go... Your clan stole the sword of Ordo, and we want it back. Uh, so, before I give my piece of dialogue, uh, I have uh -huh. one success. I know who they are. 
Um, but I'm gonna. Uh, but it, it, Dork, if you allow me, I'm going to say that uh, that advantage is you know one like embarrassing story about <laughs> the Ordo. Um, so so I'm going to respond now. But I would like you to add in, like, oh, yeah, aren't you the guy? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'll say, yeah, uh, Dork, you recognize at least one of these so, guys. And, yeah. yeah, you know something embarrassing about them. Either you beat them in a fight or you know they let an easy bounty get away or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Clan Auto, eh? Well, you know, I, I've heard about if you're, you know, you're talking about us stealing your sword and stuff like that. But, you know, if you weren't so weak, you wouldn't have allowed it to get taken in the first place. Hey, Dork, wouldn't you tell me a story that, about one of these chumps? Is that scanton? <laughs> it is. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that's I what remember. you were talking oh, about. Gosh, yeah. Didn't I see you on a bounty? You were running a, a, a bounty on one of uh, on on Ryloff. That how old was that lady? She was. Gosh, she must have been you know ninety, hundred and twenty. <laughs> I and you just let her. <laughs> I, do you still have the scar from where she punched you in the face with a shot with a with a shot glove? Yeah, I, man, I, and she, yeah, with, she broke, that, you know, she broke yeah. her, oh she, I knew that, like, <laughs> she so broke her him. bones when she punched he, he, Oh my god! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, as yeah, as you harmless, as he's been trash talking, Zork is slowly, uh, <laughs> Back, uh, backtracking up the plank and just trying to get back into the ship and hoping they don't notice. <laughs> oh yeah, with, with that, the what was his what's his name? Scanton. 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 Yeah, Scanton. The proud Scanton, Mandalorian. Yeah. Scanton. You can see the the couples are with him that they kind of chuckle a little bit because they've heard the story too, and they're like, I can't believe he <laughs> And you just see that. Scanning just the rage starts building up in him, and he pulls out. Yeah. Uh, before he does that, as soon as I see him start to motion to pull out uh, like uh -huh. a gun, or, or or like I go purple people. <laughs> Roll to confuse uh. them. <laughs> okay. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. I. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna like I, I I'm pretty much gonna get into a fist fight with these guys. I okay. don't want it to be Yeah, he, <laughs> he starts rushing at you because he's just raging and out of nowhere this astro yeah. mech just have we ever described what uh Pip looks like? I don't know, maybe he's got a paint job. What what color was he? Uh so he is uh black and yellow. He's a bumblebee. He is a black and yellow droid. Yes, I remember this clearly because uh, Steelers colors are my colors. Even though I, I'm a Chicago All Bears right. fan, I still love the Steelers. This black and yellow <laughs> astromech comes just rushing by, and like he's like stops in his tracks for a second. He's like looking at an astromech. He's like, "What the?" And then just like out of its stomach, a shot gloves come shooting out and punches at this Mandalorian. <laughs> so now I got to look up an astromech's brawl, which I assume is one green. <laughs> so. For um, you know what? For for narrative's sake, I'm going to flip sure. a destiny die to say that uh, uh -huh. since he's surprised, um, that he you can't that automatically he's... succeed. I'll upgrade it for you. You still got to throw the punch. I'll give you okay. the upgrade for the yellow, right. and then the surprise will definitely give you a blue. So it'll be a yellow and a blue. Like, let's be honest, you'd be surprised. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Yes, no. And because he's surprised, I'm going to say oh, well, it's yeah, one yeah, purple. I'll give it one purple, sure. All right, so. All right, cool. Doing little <laughs> roll here. Oh, jeez. Yeah, three successes. Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. I don't even have a shot glove. What damage does a shot glove do? Right damage to uh, super high critical stun three. So damage two? Damage two. Okay, and then he didn't get any of those, so two. So, okay, this guy has a, well, 
his soak eats up pretty much the entire thing, but it's still a pretty cool punch. It's about sending a message. Exactly. So he stops, and yeah, this punch just comes, and right at his solar plexus, it's just a, a rabbit punch from a astromech, and he, like, like you said, it doesn't really hurt him. He just, like, takes a stumbling step back, because he's like, what in the world just happened? Because... Now this guy has the attitude of, you got sucker punched by an astromech to, to throw onto the fact that a 120-year-old woman almost got away from him. So this Scranton guy is not having a good, having a good day. Now, yeah. So then I look over to Scanton and I go, listen, Scanton, uh, if you don't want to get any more embarrassed than you are right now, I suggest you walk away. Because... It's been a while since I've seen the members of my clan, and if they hear that uh, some punks from Clan Ordu decided to mess with us when we just set foot on our own planet after being away for so long, I don't think they're going to take very kindly to that. In fact, they might take more than your ancestral sword, uh, if that's the case. So, you've got a choice, buddy. You can walk away and... You know, not have to suffer any more embarrassment, or we could end this right here and right now. Um, I'm going to. That be leadership. Let's see. Yes, leadership. Three okay. green. Look at these guys. We went there. And I'm gonna. And uh, because he's now embarrassed, <laughs> like like he was caught off guard by by a rabid astromech. <laughs> Could I get a boost for that? Yeah, I'll give you All a right, boost. All right, cool. Yeah, um, okay, Mandalorian. Let's see, the Mandalorian warrior that I have here has two yellow and a green for discipline, so you're going against two red and two a Two red and, oh, man. I'm going to flip it. Uh, would you mind if I took that next la uh, that last uh, light side point? <laughs> Dork? <laughs> Great. I'm um, upgrading one green to a yellow. One success. How is that possible? <laughs> One success. God, I, God, I forget how much I hate Bill Brunda. <laughs> Bill this Brunda. Is, this is Bill Brunda all over again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. This is. Oh boy. This guy's. Oh uh, boy. The Mandalorians. They kind of stop. Skanton just looks at you guys and goes. We weren't at Caldeb Spaceport. Well, the law wasn't around us. We would go round and round, brother. But you, you and your clan of thieves, if you want any hope of help, we want our swords back. You tell your clan. You tell your family. That is what is required. If not, Clan Odias stands alone. Very well. I'll relay the message. Now, bye! Have a good day! And I might buy you a drink later, depending on how badly I want to embarrass you after this little conflict that we just had. And then I start walking in the opposite direction. <clears throat> Alright, so, yeah, those Mandalorians just kind of just, they just kind of do that slow shuffle off to keep their eye on you, and they're just, you know, doing that overly buff posturing, trying to stare you down thing, like, you know, muscular guys on the beach. Oh no, that's fine. And then and then I turn around and I I, I do that like that feign jump at them, like to get them like to get them all up under guard. See, Bale is truly a fifteen-year-old high school student. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. No, he doesn't like people messing with him. Uh, they thought they could come. They they, they 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 thought they could catch us off guard by when we were coming off our ship. Oh no, no no. Bale had a long trip. Bale is tired. Bale wants to see family. He ain't got time for BS. Right. <laughs> if they had let me run up there, I could have just started. Yeah, but you... Spaceport wouldn't have liked that, sure, but I mean... That's, a, that's exactly it. I mean, like, we're home. Let's try not to, like, get into too many fights, even though... Uh, good job, Pip, by the way. I, I really liked what you did there. It was a good thing that I added that shock glove, and I hope you like it, buddy. <clears throat> and he, I, I, pat, I pat him on his, like, oh, yeah, little round head. He's just, like, <laughs> doing that little R2-D2 little side shuffly thing. He's, like, as excited as can be. He's like... You did it absolutely perfectly, Pip. And 
I'm so glad you're coming along on this trip with us, buddy. Now let's go. <laughs> So, so, so the, the shock glove password is purple people eater, and, and the, uh, the blaster <laughs> is pew pew. <laughs> I can't wait for the scene where you're just talking and go, pew pew. And all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, we're, you know what I have to say to that? Pew pew. Pew mother effing pew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get him! Get him, That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are on the, the oh, man. spaceport, and yeah, Kane is not answering his uh, communicator, so you're going to have to try to find a another mode of transportation to get to where your clan is staying. So I look over, I look over at Nimoy, and I go, "It's okay, Bale." Yes, I, I look over. Uh, Dory. Bale, Bale breaks yeah, yeah, the fourth wall over, and looks I look right over at Dory's soul. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Bale looks over at Dory's <laughs> I hate you. Uh, Bale looks over at Doric. Doric, I think we'll have to call my mortal enemy the taxi driver. I don't have very good experiences with taxi drivers, but I swear if this one gives me lip, I'm gonna throw him from the driver's seat and I'm taking the you, wheel. You know, uh, taxis are so much easier when they're all run by slaves. It's, it's you really sort of appreciate things on Ryloth. You, you know, you, once you once you're away, you just sort of appreciate the value of a good slave-based economy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he looks over at you and goes, "No, Doric. No, ju just That's the other side of the line." <laughs> and he flags down a taxi. He flags down a taxi. All right, the taxi rolls up, and <laughs> you have you wave down a, a speeder, and it comes rolling up, and it has loud, audacious fanfare. There's like trumpets and horns. You see the top of the, the the speeder has like it's kind of tattered, but it's there. You see, it's like a cloth, like a tent, almost like a big top on top. And the door opens, and there's a, a Divatonian there, dressed like a a ringmaster. And he goes, "Greetings, greetings, greetings, names Medicai, Max Medicai. Uh, where we going? Where am I taking to you two? Where we at?" Uh, to, uh, uh, where would we... We're looking for, uh, Clan Odias's, uh, local base of operations. Odias, um, you sure about that? They've been, uh, a little bit on the blacklisted side lately, you know, what, with the whole thing with the sword and the clan ordo and the stealing from another person's clan. It's a big no-no, you know, they're kind of on the outs. Honestly, if I were you, I wouldn't really be saying the name Odias out loud. They're kind of on the outside, you know, it's... You you know as well as I do what a big deal it is to steal from another clan. So they're uh, they don't got many friends out here. If you get much, if you catch my drift, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sure they're just rumors. Now are you gonna take us there or not, buddy? No, 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 no. I am I am merely a humble cabbie from the Intergalactic Yellow Taxi Cab Corporation. Good. It's on every planet for some godforsaken reason or force forsaken reason. Franchising. So so he pulls out a cred stick. He's like, here's here's a cred stick for the ride, and here's a cred stick for some good music. And I swear to God, if you play country, you are flying through that window. Uh, you sit down, and he's all, <laughs> country? What kind, of, what kind of rust head you think I am playing Mandalorian country music? Well, with the scatter wallet in you. No, 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 no. And he, he just reaches over, looks at you, gives a big old wink, pushes play on his uh, whatever radio thing they have in Star, in Star Wars, uh, the Panasonic <laughs> thing that he has, and just the loudest big band music you've ever heard starts playing. It's just... Alright. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm like super, like, like, Bale is super surprised, and he's just like, you actually listen to good music. Here's, an extra, here's another cred stick for your troubles. I apologize for being so mean. Let's roll. <laughs> no, no, nothing but the best when you ride with Max Medica. Nothing it, it, but the best. It, 
It, you don't roll at Harvard's. What's there to roll? You don't have wheels. He, it, Bale looks over at, at, at Torque. He just goes, Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, let's hug! Perfect. <laughs> sure, uh, Pit goes over and I guess, I don't know how it's, it's a force. I guess he'll sit. So who's sitting up front and who's sitting in the back? I'll sit up front because he's playing. He's playing some good music, and I don't feel like I have to throw him through a window. So, <laughs> all right. So uh, Doric and Pip just kind of does that little hoverly float thing he does, and lands in the back seat, and he's he's ready to go. The speeder just pulls off at an amazingly dangerous speed right through the port, and this is driving that feels at home to Bale Brand. He's this guy who's just zooming and weaving, honking. Cursing up a storm. Dork is scowling this entire time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then he sticks his head. He, he sticks his head out like, "Yeah, you big stinking piece of bantha poodoo." And <laughs> he's just like repeating. He's the yeah guy. Like, like Dork he's just puts in his earplugs to try. He's it. the scrub. He's the scrub. <laughs> All right, the drive is going and going. Yeah. You start leaving the, the cityscape proper, and this drive is taking a lot longer than you remember. When was the last time that uh, Dork saw the clan? Um, when he left to uh, go become Skippin' Anarchy's bodyguard, so... For not for like a decade or two, I would say. Okay, so I guess the question is, who was, who's older? Is it Bale or is it Dork? Who's been away far longer? Who would have the the, the newest memory? Who has the better? Memory? Um, yeah, <laughs> I, Bale. I Bale is thirty, and uh, and he would have left, I think, at the age of maybe like nineteen or twenty. So I think he's Dork's been gone been for like gone 10 for years. Yeah. He, he left pretty much after he, uh, after his sort of uh, manhood ritual. Okay. Okay, so yeah, so Bale, your your memories are a little bit fresher, and you you know you've been gone a long time, but <laughs> Clan Odias has been in the same place. The clans don't move too much. Once they get situated, that's kind of like their land. And this is farther than you remember. So I look over to the driver... And uh, Bell goes, so this is a little further than I remember, buddy. Uh, what What's happened since we left? I mean, really, this all happened in the last few months. I've been gone for about ten years now. You know, Clan Ordo, they made their claim that Clan Odias had stolen their swords, and, you know, they had their evidence. There was a fallen member of your clan was, you know, caught in their facilities. What are they going to say? Which member? Uh, what they found, um, Kratal, Marcus Kratal. Man, they got Uncle Marcus? Well, I mean, they found his body, I guess. They found his, you know, their gunfight, they found his body afterwards, if you catch my drift. I guess they just thought his body, they saw him, they thought he was one of the gang left behind who stole the swords, you know. You know how important swords are to Clan Ordo. You take something that's, you know, been in that clan for cock and who knows how long. It is a, uh, a trespass beyond reason. Ever since then, they've been, you know, kind of ostracized. They've been kind of put out to pasture, I guess you could say. Ex excommunicated, I guess you could say. You know, you do not speak to them, you do not speak of them. I find it hard but to believe that my Uncle Marcus tried to steal swords when he was one of the best bladesmiths in the, <laughs> on the planet. So excuse me if I'm a little skeptical of what the, uh, of the rumors... Great, we've got Clan Rock banging down our doorstep, and we're fighting over a sword. Typical. Exactly. There's a. I don't know, Dork. Uh, I I don't know, Dork. This this smells a little funny to me. I think we're. I, I think our clan's being set up. How very uh, honorable and uh, a true sign of Mandalorian virtue. <laughs> Very much so. So the trip takes probably about a, about 30 to 45 minutes longer than Bale remembers it being. But finally you guys get to this uh, plane that's kind of nestled in between in a valley. And you can see 
that there are some Mandalorians out here. There seems to be uh, a game they're playing with. To me, the way I picture it, it's kind of like rugby. So they're kicking a, a ball around. They're slamming into each other. And the speeder rolls up and stops. The game kind of stops and they kind of stare at you. And it's been a long time and they don't recognize you. They go, What are you doing out here? This is Clan Odias land. Yeah. Well, no crud, kid. No, no crud. <laughs> I'm home. Who are you claiming to be? Bale Bronda, kid. And then you hear... Bale? From the bottom of the scrum pulls this Mandalorian. This, he's dark-skinned. He looks kind of like Bale, but to say, you know, maybe about five, ten years older, a little scruffier. Oh, my God. Guys, it's my, it's my baby brother. Rail, that's your brother, Bale? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He actually exists. End you of jerk. episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. The best and easiest way you can help the show is simply by spreading the word on social media. If you want to help us in a more monetary fashion, head over to patreon.com backslash flight risk pod. If you want to reach out to the show, we can be found on Twitter at flight risk pod and on Facebook. This episode of flight risk featured the voice talents of Jeff Stormer as Max Medikai. Blamed Cat as Rail Ronda, Sarah Joy as Teen Mandalorian, Keekers as the Tower Attendant, Ryan Short as the Mandalorian Scranton, John Perry as Ordo Mandalorian number one. Please check out the show notes for links to their social media and their projects. Be talking about my brother Rail, Rhonda. See? Why don't you introduce <laughs> us to the rest? Got to meet up with the rest of the family. Whale, snail, tail, hail. Oh, what a way to end the He's episode! He's going to oh. oh my god, what a way to end the yes. episode! Holy crap! Oh, D Wayne, you surprised me, my I friend. Oh. I didn't expect that callback to come back. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought I was gonna like nope. like say hi to my dad. It's your no, Rail. it's your older brother Rail. <laughs> it's Rail Ronda, your stepbrother or whatever he's gonna end up being. We'll have to figure that out next next time we play. And we're live. <laughs> when you said on the count of three and then started with three, I was from what I was like, wait a minute. Keep you on your toes here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Roll vigilance. Right.